You're listening to The Worship Review, a podcast which evaluates contemporary Christian music for the good of the church, to the glory of God. This podcast is for the whole church, to encourage thoughtful engagement with the words, emotions, and ideas in our music. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to The Worship Review, the Christian podcast which evaluates the texts of songs sung among the people of the church. My name is Tyler. I am a linguist and uh, average Joe, and I'm joined by Colin. My name is Colin, and I'm an elitist, and I'm a professor at a large research university in the Midwest. And today we are nearly concluding. This will be the penultimate episode in this series, but this is the final episode about a song in this series. We are concluding nearly the third series which looked at the top songs in the countries which represent most prominently our listenership. And today we are turning to West Africa once again. We've already looked at a song from Ghana. Today we are looking at the Ivory Coast. Cote d'Ivoire. Indeed. If you uh, speak that horrible language called French. Uh, We are looking at Favor Celebration. This is the uh, song also called Call Me Favor. So just Call Me Maybe was a song that was popular in the U.S. Well, Call Me Favor was popular in the coast of Ivory, as you might say, if you were one of those uh, French speakers, by Deborah Lukalu. Yeah. Before we get to the song, though, Tyler, um, you always have fun facts. I always have fun facts. So you might be surprised to learn that um, Ivory Coast was colonized by the French. (laughs) (laughs) no kidding (laughs) you may also be surprised to learn that uh, there was a coup attempt less than uh, i don't mean to date us now but less than 20 years ago in the ivory coast and it was settled resolved with the ceasefire in 2003 so we can be sure that the right people came to power and the wrong people did not right because that's how these things work it always works um and from the 15th to the 17th centuries um there were many, many, many different traders that came through the Ivory Coast to trade, surprise, surprise, in ivory. No kidding. Indeed, from the tusks of uh, mainland African elephants. Monkeys. Oh. Obviously, there's a lot more going on in Ivory Coast now. But that's the funny thing about names. They stick. And so, you know, if you were formerly trading in elephant tusks, well, that's how people are going to remember you. Oh, another very important uh, fact for our podcast is that Christians are a minority in the Ivory Coast. They represent about a quarter of the Ivorian population. So uh, where whereas Muslims uh, are roughly 40, more than 40%, like the largest minority yeah. is the Muslim faith. So uh, this song is popular in the Ivory Coast, at least according to ZionLyrics.com, which looks at I'm assuming the IP addresses of people as they look up songs. Um, But this woman, Deborah Lukalu, is actually uh, from the DRC, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So she's Congolese, not from the Ivory Coast. So if you're from the Ivory Coast, you represent that portion of our listenership that comes from there. And, you know, you have another song that you think is better. Let us know. Perhaps we can return to this series in the future. But anyway, Colin, tell us 
What's going on in favor celebration slash call me favor? Sure. It's actually hard to say because there's not a lot to tell us what's really happening in the song. I mean, we do see God. We do see Christ in particular. Jesus is referenced in the song. So too is Papa, which I presume is a way of speaking about God, God the Father, I would guess, although I don't know for sure, but I'd guess that Papa is the way is the English word. That yeah. kind of is a term of endearment for Father. So, so there's God and there's Christ, and there is a person who is asking God to call them favor, and I think, like, to name them favor, I think, is what's happening. So they want God to name them favor, and they explain in the song that the reason for this is because God has really just done everything for the person. So I'm a favored person. You might as well name me favor because, you know, I, I'm 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 a person who's favored. So there's this uh, kind of um, child parent metaphor that's extended in the song. I, th- I think that's kind of where all these things are working. It's like a favored child, like God, you treat me like I'm your favorite child. I think that's uh, probably the best way to summarize the song. Anything you would add? I mean, you said there's not a lot in this song, but there are quite a few favors, right? I mean, we have favor, 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 (laughs) over and over again. Yes. (laughs) Um, I think there's also a dei, so D-E-I, which to me looks like a a Latin genitive, right? Uh, um, Like Agnus Dei, Lamb of God. I looked at that and I was thinking, is there a chance that this dei is somehow derived from Deus in Latin? I don't know. Um, I, I I don't I don't know Congolese terms for Mm-mm. God well enough. But it seems when when she says you dei dei bless me oh, I mean she's clearly talking to God. So uh, whatever that dei means, it is it's either a title or maybe an adverb like quickly bless me or please bless me or something like that. Um, but yeah. There, there are, there's lots of repetition in this song. Yeah. So quite a lot. Why don't we? Those are the like the you, as you'll see the lyrics are pretty short and yet the song's like ten minutes long. Yes, and it opens with a request, Colin. Listen, listen. Please call me favor, Papa has done too much for me. Please call me favor, I am here only by His grace. Oh. Please call me favor, Papa has done too much for me. It's overflowing. Please call me favor. Papa has done too much for me. Please call me favor. I'm living only by his grace. Please call me favor. Papa has done too much for me. He is overflowing. My name is favor. Okay. Uh, So, as I said, this is that idea that the person is being treated like the favorite of God. Now, this is being sung in a group context, in a church context or a concert context. So clearly the song is, a like there is awareness, of, there is awareness contextually of a broader group of people. So I don't think this person is saying, I'm the only person you've done this for, but the person feels that way um, because of all that has been done for them. It's kind of like a treasured, child. And 
we have a list of some of the things that God has done. So God has done, again, I'm interpreting Papa as God. God has done too much for me, which is kind of an interesting translation because, or an interesting idea because, well, yes and no. I mean, if God has done something, it's good. It's not too much or too little. It's just right. It's to the appropriate measure. Yeah, exactly. But not because, and and so, I mean, it depends on perspective. Like, if we think about ourselves and our sin, yes, like, we deserve nothing. And so sometimes, like, people will say, like, I was in a in a group of churches where um, people in that group of churches would sometimes say, if you asked how they were doing, they would say, oh, better than I deserve. And so by that, these people meant, like, I don't deserve anything, but yet God is blessing me, right? So in that sense, and I don't think that's wrong, like, it's true that we're doing better than we deserve if we're thinking about ourselves. But of course, as Christians, we're in Christ. So Christ does deserve to be treated as the favored son of God because he is. Like Christ does deserve riches and honor and wisdom and power and all the other things that are listed or that are accorded to him in scripture because he's perfect and he's God's son and he has been righteous. So if we are in Christ, God has not done too much for us. Now, I'm not, that's, all of this is not to dispute or to contest what is being said in this song. It's just to kind of amplify this idea of, can God do too much for me? And in one sense, yes, and in one sense, no. So I just want to illustrate, you've done too much for me in my sin, but the fact is, like, I'm in Christ, so thank you, kind of thing. I want to come back to this, but first I'll say, before we deviate too far from this, Aside from being a canned response, which in and of itself is a little bit annoying to me. You're talking about? The I am doing better than I deserve thing. Um, As you've said, it it points us to the person's depravity. um, But it also neglects the opportunity to say, I am very thankful yeah. For where I am. So how are you yep. doing? I'm thankful I have been provided for. Yes. I'm thankful I have been uh, carried. I'm thankful that I have been saved. Um, it it kind of, it not only does it put the frame of reference on a person, but it it may, it doesn't have to, but it may limit the conversation yeah. to being about that person's depravity. I agree. I agree with you. And I, and I think, so. so that's a good thing to bring up because that's one thing I think this song does okay is that it doesn't focus on depravity, even though it acknowledges that in one sense, God has done too much for us. It focuses, it seems like on gratitude, or at least on the fact that God is blessed and God has given favor to the person. Like the person seems to be emphasizing the favor of God rather than the you've done too much for me thing. I don't know. Because we then get to, I am only here by his grace, which, okay. There are many, this song is like this where, what does I am only here by? Does that mean like in the, in a spot physically? Does that mean alive? I mean, often when I hear I'm only here by your grace or something like that, 
and I've heard that phrase before, I assume that that means that the person is talking about being alive. I don't know whether that's what this person means, but, um, and what kind of grace also? Like, so to make the statement, I'm only here by his grace, I don't know, like even the unregenerate are alive by the grace of God. Like every breath they get away from torment is a gift to them. So I'm just not sure, I, what, the, what is being said in the song is true, and it probably can't be interpreted in an untrue way. Nevertheless, I just don't find this statement particularly helpful or... Really? Yeah, I mean, it just, not without being better defined. I don't know what here means, and I don't know what grace means. So there's just nothing else in the song. I mean, we know what grace means because we have a whole structure that we put onto it, but that word can mean a lot of different things. And I get that it's kind of sung in a, in a Christianish context. It's not truly, this is not truly a worship song, right? We're, we're looking at songs that are just generally popular in the culture in these places that are in the category of Christian music. Um, I, I would like to see more definition as to what is happening here. The only other reference really to the gospel in a specific way is just the name of Jesus that's being mentioned. But it's even just being mentioned kind of as an aside later on in a bridge. So, I don't know. It's not an untrue statement, and it's it's a statement that's very easy to fill with good gospel truth, but it doesn't itself... So it gives you the option to fill it with gospel truth, but it doesn't direct you to do that. This can be a very generic statement also. And the song really, in my view, needs to provide more to make this a kind of, I don't know, to make this really about the gospel. Okay. Quite um, condemning. No, 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 not condemning, not condemning. I mean, it's just, I'm just saying that it's just, I'm not condemning it. I'm just saying it's not, I'm just saying it could be better, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's not a bad thing to say. I'm only here by the grace of God. Okay, well, what does that mean? Okay. Because like, even okay, the unbeliever but, can say that. Yes, I think, but here's where I'm going to have to push back against you. It seems like you want the first four lines of this song to give a definition to every term well, used. It, no, I don't mind it if it's not in the first four lines, but it needs to be somewhere. I don't see anything else in the rest of the song. Okay, but I am here only by his grace encompasses quite a few ideas already. So there's I, we're talking about a subject. I am here. I exist in this place only, so solely, by, by means of, by use of, the grace of him. Yes. Him also being Which we assume as is God, because you just Papa, said Papa. Yeah. Um, this, I, I still think this day thing might be, a, might be a reference to God, but then also, don't we have... We're going to have a lot to say about this, but I, I am the favor of God. You are the favor of God. Later on, we do have mentions of God. Yeah. Uh, not a God, but the no, God. And Jesus. We have Jesus mentioned, um, sure. So, there, I think... Yes, I agree. There's a lot that could be fleshed out further, but it's it's okay to me if it doesn't open with that. And I think if I understand you correctly, you're saying, yes, it's fine with me if it doesn't open with that as well, 
but it does need to get to that eventually, and this song doesn't. Is that your concern primarily? Yes, my, yes. my concern is not that it provides something, that it provides a statement, a creedal statement within its first four lines. My concern is that at some point, it needs if it uses vague terms or vague phrases, at some point, a good song will direct us to the meaning of those phrases in some way, um, in a coherent way, and also in a way that is scriptural and um, and that provides the gospel, or you know, and this just does not do that. Because in a country like the Ivory Coast, with forty percent Muslims, I think many Muslims could say, "I am also alive only by Absolutely. God's grace." So, a person who doesn't even believe sure. in—I mean, there is nothing exclusively Christian about. That's my point. Yeah. Okay, right? I, I see. Which the song, if at some point the song could explain what grace is or what being here means, that would be helpful. And then we have peace overflowing. I won't even get to the next half of that. Let's just talk about the peace overflowing. Well, so if it sounds like peace overflowing comes from God doing too much for the person. So one of the things that God's done for the person is provided overflowing peace. In Christ, that's absolutely true. That is something that I don't think a non-believer can say. They might have a kind of feeling of peace, but they don't really have peace that overflows, or as Scripture says, peace that surpasses all understanding. This is something that is unique to the Christian and is provided to the Christian, by the way, in this life. This is not merely a promise for a future uh, period of glory. This is a promise that we receive now as Christians, that we have peace that passes all understanding. So if that's what's meant by this, then this is true, and it is a good thing to sing about. And it does help ground the song a little bit more in Scripture. Although, now I'm going to be the picky one. It doesn't say the peace of God, right? It just says, that's true. It just says peace, peace overflowing. Then we come to the second half of this which I have as, my name is Favor. Do you have any ideas? Well, like I was saying earlier... Her name, I thought, was Deborah <laughs> Lukalu. Okay, so I think this is a way to wrap up, which is nice, what is being asked earlier. So at the first line of the song is, please call me Favor, which I don't know if she's asking God to call her Favor or other people to call her Favor, but at the end of the stanza, we have, my name is Favor, which means I, I truly am the favorite. I think this means I'm the favorite of God. Like, I, I am God's child. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I think that means. When I read this, I actually thought of naming practices among the ancient Hebrews in Genesis, where God would do something or proclaim something and then they would name their kid based on that. Oh, yeah. so, like, for example, Seth. So Seth is born, and Eve says, God has appointed for me another seed. Yeah. And Seth means appointed. Yeah. So God appointed. Or, or like seed. Reuben is born, and and his name is, behold, a son. Yeah, oh. There you go. All right. <laughs> good, a good name for yeah. a, a son. Yeah. <laughs> Like I mean, it, it's it's a good thing none of these Hebrew kids, like, I don't know, had the nurse die of a heart attack or something. Who knows what your name would be, right? The nurse died of a heart attack. That's my name. So these names aren't always 
positive things, but um, favor is though. Yeah, of course. And so, I, when, so when I when I read this, I thought, okay, this this person, this author, is saying, um, God has done a marvelous thing or has been merciful to me. Therefore, just call me by that because that's who I am now. Sure. All right, Tyler, how on earth are we going to tackle the rest of these lyrics? So uh, here she is asking for a blessing. And, you know, this is true. We get to ask God for a blessing because God is our Father. We're His favored children. So we do get to not only just call Him Papa, we can ask Him for blessings. And He gives out blessings to His children in Christ. So that's true. A blessing in what way? have no idea based on this song. The song is just asking for a blessing. Is it blessing? I mean, again, who knows? Is this bless me with a car? Is this bless me with some food today? Is this bless me with eternal life? Don't know. And I'm not saying it has to be specific, but I don't know. People can ask for God's blessing for things that they should be blessed for and things that they shouldn't. So it's good to ask God for a blessing, but we should ask according to his will, and then all these things will be added unto us. Is there something we should seek first, Colin? Yes, it does seem like there is a seek ye first, is it, is it the democracy of God? What is it? I can't remember. It's some, I don't remember, constitutional republic. In my mind, probably fine. Yes. But you, you really need to give it a finer point than that, I think. If, if you're going to say that, then it's like, well, what? In what way? I don't know. When be... somebody sneezes, we say, bless you, you know? Well, you do. Okay, I don't. I guess people do. Yes, that's true. I Neither I, of us say this. I don't but... bless anyone else ever for any reason. <laughs> um, no. Then we come to perhaps one of the most interesting parts of this song. I think this is the most interesting part of the song. I am the favor of God. You are the favor of God. So, again, it's a nice way of saying I am treated like the God's favorite child, but at the same time, I'm really not the only person that's treated that way. That's the way that I see this. It's a way of saying I'm God's favorite, but you're also God's favorite, so it's slightly different than I'm the only Christian we're all being treated like God's favorite children. That's a benign interpretation of that. Do you have a different view on this? No. Oh, yes, I do. I have a okay. very different interpretation. Okay, what is this. yours, Tyler? Yeah, so this is why... I don't know how to put it any other way, but it's really dangerous to just stand up and say, I am X. Um, because I read this, and it sounded to me like someone saying, I am the Senate. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, 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 wait. I mean, you say earlier... 
you said my name is favor. I'm like, okay, I can get that. You're kind of naming yourself after one of God's attributes that he's demonstrated to you. Favor me. You're asking him to favor you. And then all of a sudden you're like, um, I am the favor of God. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. If you mean it in the same sense as you meant before, fine. I'll give it a pass. But you, I don't think we can just stand by when someone stands up and asserts, I am the mercy of God. I am the justice okay. of God. I am the wrath of God. Because uh, it sounds like this person is an incarnate okay. version of these virtues yeah. or attributes. Sure. Um, so in any in any event, if this is meant in the same way as before, I think it's probably fine. But one does not simply proclaim himself to be the favor of God, so to speak, if I may say that. Because it is it is different than saying I am the favored of God or yeah. something like that. The favored one of God. So... Then we come to favor, 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 favor. After that, we have a second bridge. Nobody can love me like you love me, Jesus. Um, nobody knows the real you. Nope, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It is just nobody can love me like you know me. Yeah. Nobody can love me like you love me, Jesus. All right. Uh, so we do have Jesus mentioned here. It is mentioned, Christ's name is mentioned in just kind of an incidental way, which at least it's there but it's just kind of thrown on there at the end, but I'm glad that it's there. Although it is weird because if she's using the term Papa to refer to God in a more literal sense as, i.e. God the Father, then it's weird to suddenly switch to Jesus. I mean, it's at least abrupt. Um, I hope she's not conflating the various persons of the triune God. So we have Jesus mentioned, it's true that nobody can love her, like Jesus loves her because nobody else will go to the cross to die for her sins and to bear the full wrath of God. So that's definitely true. We don't know that that's what she means by that, but that would be what I would insert into this if I were singing this song. I would be thinking about the fact that Jesus loved me in that way. Because we're talking about uh, Jesus' love, not God's love. Of course, God loved us in sending Christ, right? Um, and receiving Christ's sacrifice. Yes. But Christ loved us by dying. In that sense, it is true that nobody can love her or any Christian like Jesus. But again, it, it, so it's not untrue, but it, it, and it, it doesn't permit, I don't know, there's not a lot, I don't think there are bad interpretations that are permitted by this per se, but... A little bit more guidance, I think, would be helpful. Yeah. So I, I mentioned that other song that we did before called God Only Knows because this struck me as quite similar in its sentiment. Nobody can love me like you love me. Colin, uh, do you have any concluding remarks about this song? Uh, sure. I mean, not many. So this is a song that is not untrue. It is a song that has some true statements. It doesn't make them very precisely, and it doesn't always make them in a clear way. 
there is a lot that could be added or or there are many ways in which the song could be augmented to make it more clear and it would not take too much effort. So in my view, this is not a particularly useful song to Christians. I don't think it's a bad song. I wouldn't say someone shouldn't listen to it per se, but it is, I just don't see it moving the needle very much on encouraging a person in the gospel. I don't think it has any evangelistic qualities if we're thinking about songs that are kind of played in the wider culture. I'm just not sure of what benefit this song brings to the church. Certainly when compared to many, many, many other songs, I'm sure even other songs that originate in Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, it's interesting it opens, it doesn't open with these words, but these words come very near the beginning. But Papa has done too much for me, and then nowhere else in the song do we have any idea what Papa has done. Uh, it would be really nice to get an idea of exactly what God has done for the author, but we don't get that. So it is left to the imagination to determine um, what has been done for this person's sake. Colin, what did you give this song? I gave this song two out of five song t-shirts. Two out of five instead of one out of five because the song doesn't have anything outright heretical in it, either that in it or it's not written by Corey Asbury, which I've only given ones to thus far. All right. It's nothing personal, but I just haven't liked the two songs that we've reviewed by him. Uh, and they had they had heretical content in them, uh, or at least profoundly erroneous content in them. Um, so I give this song a two out of five uh, song t-shirts. And the song t-shirts is a reference to the fact that in the music video, there are some um, women on stage that are kind of dancing in the background, and uh, underneath their, underneath their, I mean, you know, I have like two things that I wear on the top half of my body: a t-shirt and a collared shirt, and maybe a coat, I guess. But well, in that gold chain you wear everywhere true. you go, <laughs> the big gold chain with the big dollar sign, the one with yes. the medallion with the giant <laughs> yeah, yeah. dollar sign. Yeah, that's true. I do wear that all over the place, um, but. Under, so these women have got these t-shirts on that you can see if you look closely and they say, my name is Favor. Oh. So they're like little custom shirts for the song. All right. Which, you know, I presume are whatever, you know, $9.99. I don't know. In the I, back I, of the room. Yeah, I couldn't find them for sale anywhere online, but so you could buy these little shirts. Or I don't know if you could buy them, but it was interesting to see them wearing shirts specifically for this song that had the words of the song on it. Colin, I think you just came up with a subversive marketing scheme for the worship review. Oh, yeah. T-shirts? T-shirts that say, my name is Favor. Ah. <laughs> Only the insiders can that know be, exactly yes. what's going on. That would be deep inside, self-referential T-shirt. What did you give yeah. it, Tyler? Yeah, I, I am going to give it one out of five because of the declaration of the singer to be the favor of God himself. Um, could be that there's some perspective error and that yeah. I'm not able, I don't, I don't, you know, speak yeah. Congolese English. I'm not comfortable interpreting it. And we're certainly taking a risk by the way of doing international songs because there's a, you greatly increase the risk of just cultural misinterpretation or whatever. So obviously, you know, we're putting ourselves out there a little bit, but as far as we can tell. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a bit of an issue for sure. But I'm going to give it one out of five hankies. Oh, of course. Because there's a moment about halfway through the song where everyone whips out uh, something that looks like a handkerchief. Yeah. And it reminded me of... Um, of Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Oh, yeah, the terrible towels. Terrible towels, and they swing these things around in great yeah. big circles. Only these are hankies, which, if you think about it, is disgusting, right? Because it's like snot then being Blow your flung nose. all over the... I don't think people wear hankies for that purpose anymore. No, they're just... It's decorative. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when you wear a suit and you have to get the pocket uh, square yeah. folded just properly, right. even though no one actually uses it for anything. It's just... For appearances. I, I was wondering, actually, if they also were maybe trying to take flight, right? Spin that thing fast enough. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Worship Review, and especially for listening through the entire third season and uh, listening to the songs that are prominent and popular in these places where you don't live yeah. and uh, seeing what your brothers and sisters in Christ are listening to around the world. We hope to catch you in our fourth season uh, coming up very soon. Yeah, not even sure what we're doing yet. We'll have to figure that one out. Don't don't give away the trade secrets, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> we're flying by the seat of our the pants. The secrets in the sauce. Yep. So we'll catch you next Monday where we will recap the third season and respond to some listener feedback. Thank you very much and Bye-bye. goodbye. Take care. You've been listening to The Worship Review. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, or email us at feedback at theworshipreview.com. We accept donations at Anchor FM slash The Worship Review and Patreon.com slash The Worship Review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.